show from a heavy metal perspective. From Danzig to death, to Dark Throne to Dr. Shrinker. Buckle up, things are about to get heavy. This is the Metal Podcast. Let's rock and roll. And welcome to another episode of the Metal Podcast. I am AC, and I am here with DJ. How are you doing, pal? I'm doing great. How are you, my friend? Uh, I'm I'm good. I'm enjoying this hot summer sun, and uh, you know, enjoy it because you're you're gonna miss it when that miserable winter comes around. So just get the most out of it these days. You know, have some have some real enjoyment in your life because the, the, the enjoyment that you get out of life should come from things that make you happy and things that give you pleasure. They don't, they don't necessarily make you happy because you feel good for the moment. So, you know, you don't, you don't need to be taking drugs and mind altering substances. There's plenty of things out there that have long-term positive effects on your body and your soul. And they don't give you a, a quick feel good now at the expense of miserable pain and disease in the future. So go out, go fishing, you know, go, go swimming or just take a, take a, take the family out for a picnic, you know, do, do the fun stuff in the summer. What do you think? Yeah. I think, yeah, I think you're right on. Enjoy those rays. There's a lot of natural, not only beauty, but ways you can enjoy your life without having to add something or to try uh, putting something in your body that isn't natural. Um, you know, there, there's plenty to be grateful for and, and and enjoy. Enjoy the great weather we've got and, and this beautiful land we live on. I mean, it truly is, it is more than enough. Uh, and there's more than enough out there for everybody to enjoy. We don't have to take from anyone to bring ourselves up or to get joy. We can, we can, we can not only build a community, but you know, build each other up. You know, uh, you know, when our friends become successful, that only helps us in the end, and we appreciate all the efforts out there. So, I think you're right on with that. You don't need to take drugs. Like try try to go for a walk first or take a shower if need be, if that's yeah. what you need. Yeah, yeah. There's there's plenty of things will make you make you feel good longer term. Now it might be harder, but it's only harder sure. short term. Harder short term. The harder it is short term, the easier it is long term. So just how how do you want to look at things? Because life life only gets harder for you as you age. So do you want it to be as hard as possible when you need the most help? Probably not. And, and ah, whatever, we don't need to be talking about this. <laughs> you know, it's funny cause I was on, uh, the puppets corner with the, the tan man this week. And we kind of were talking a little bit about this type of stuff. Um, and he's got a new layout and his, his, uh, platform it's now the tan cave but you know it, like you said we could you could check out the papa's corner for that type of talk um you know with me because you know it's like everyone's favorite subject is to talk about uh themselves you know not not just about to talk about dj but generally people 
like to talk about themselves. So, well, it's, you know. it's something that everybody's an expert on. <laughs> I mean, you, a, you, you know a, ask, ask me about Sri Lanka. I don't know. Jam, I, don't know. I only know back it. On me. <laughs> I know it from South Park. That's all I know about it. I don't, even know what, I don't even know what kind of people live there. Don't they but, have like oil or something? But yeah. No, I don't know. You, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Might have gold mines. I don't know. Oh, that's funny. Well, go on. Tell us about how much you love yourself. I love myself so much that, uh, you know, I was thinking about what I used to enjoy. Um, I used to love watching Saturday Night Live and not only for, um, you know, the funny skits like I used to like Chris Farley and and those types of actors. But I remember or maybe you do, too. Um, Ashley Simpson. When oh, she yeah. Went on, yeah. On, on Saturday Night yeah, Live. It, it and turned out. She, yeah. Yes. And, and then the, yes. the funniest part of it was the track got messed up. So she started doing <laughs> this awkward dance. Yeah. I forgot about that part. <laughs> That's the funniest part about it. It's, yeah. Gosh. She got, she got caught doing a backup track and, uh, she just kind of stood there and then awkwardly started dancing instead of just like, like walking off. Yeah. Isn't that weird? that you, you have these people that are really famous and then they just have a sibling, like I'll, I'll be famous too. Yeah. And that, that's kind of how it, it all works. Cause all these people, they're, they're famous because someone in their family is famous because you, you really, and this is a key difference. You become successful through hard work. You become yeah. famous through people, you know, and most people that you know, that you know, aren't connected, but most famous people that can make you connected don't know you and they don't want to know you. So it's easier to just put someone like Ashley Simpson out there who is completely unprepared for that type of situation. Do you remember the Millie Vanilli gaffe? Uh, no. Yeah, so, so Millie Vanilli, I don't remember who the actual band was. I want to say it was like Quincy Jones wrote all their songs. I, I don't, I don't know the whole, the whole story, but they just found these two guys. I don't know if they were models or if it was a situation where they just found them on the street and they thought, Ooh, these guys look like they could be marketable, but they didn't sing any other songs. And that was kind of an early rumor. Like Arsenio Hall used to, to make fun of them all the time. No, really? Yeah. Like, you know, th this isn't a real band. Like the, the, it's a joke, but to me, it's almost like the band, the Archies. Now, are you familiar with the Archies? I'm unfamiliar with the Archies. Uncle okay. Archie? Uh, no. Do you know, you know, Archie, like uh, Jughead, Veronica, Mr. Weatherby, you know, that type of like Archie comics. Riverdale. Uh, that that, that kind of sounds familiar. Do people oh. know this? Like I'm kind of, am I living under a rock or something? Now, in, in all fairness, this is something that's super old. Like Ar Archie comics, that was like, like sixties, seventies. Like, I mean, it still goes on today. Like I'm, I'm Archie's, it's, it's still published, but it's, it's not as popular a comic as like Spider-Man or Batman. But okay, they but made a big player. Well, it, it's in, in that market. It's well, it's something that was just kind of around for a long time that it was just kind of stamped into pop culture, but enough time has passed that I understand 
people not knowing about Archie. But there was a band called the Archies, and they did that song, Sugar, da 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 oh, honey, honey, do da 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 yeah, I mean, I'm sure oh, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know you, that. You know yeah, the yeah, song. Yeah, I know that. So that band was called the Archies, and the the cover for their uh, their singles or the records it was Archie from Archie Comics. And then people went and saw them live, and they were confused that it was just some regular band and not a bunch of cartoon characters because that's actually how dumb people are. So with Millie Vanilli. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it was such a big deal. Like it, it was, it's, it's a musical act. It's a performance. It is performative. So it doesn't matter that those guys aren't doing it because someone else is. And, and this goes back to the, the whole like rap and hip hop thing versus a, a rock band. You take like Led Zeppelin or even the, Van Halen. Yeah, no, no, I'm uh, like the cars or like someone oh, okay. that has like more like keyboard and synthy stuff. You mm. see them live and everyone there is playing their instrument. Where rap, they they have a guy with like a record, they don't do records anymore, it's all on computers. So they're they're not playing the music live anyway. It's just someone talking over a track and I wonder how many cases where they're not actually talking. Like you're talking about Chris Brown doing like his flips and dancing and stuff. Mm -hmm, So it's very possible that that's the performance and he is lip syncing as well. Yes. So like while Arsenio Hall is, is laughing about the concept of Millie Vanilli. So they had a performance. They had the song. It's girl, you know, it's true, but it kept skipping at the, it was a record, an actual record. And it skipped a, Girl, you know it's girl, you oh, know it's no. girl, you know it's girl, you know it. And that's how they got found out. Stop, and stop. and it, it just tanked oh their God. career. And they, they tried to keep going with it. And uh, eventually the they, show must go on. They well, they they tried to kind of prove themselves and okay. they they put out their own album. Because before, you know, they were just lip syncing and someone else did all the other stuff. And they put out their own album, and it was a huge failure because nobody cared. And one of them killed themselves. I don't, I don't oh, know Lord. what the other one uh, is up to these days, but yeah, one of them, he, he just straight up just suicide. Yeah, and I, and I don't, I just, I don't see what the big deal is, because people pretend that there's some kind of integrity, but it is, it's a. It's all a performance. Who who cares? Yeah. No, and, and I, I remember even, um, you know, recently, it's funny, like, scrolling around YouTube, seeing um, uh, Joe Cocker and uh, John Belushi doing uh, Feeling All Right. And that was, like, in, I think, Joe Cocker's uh, a Prime and it was just before big... John Belushi died, I can tell you yes, that. Yes, that. Yeah, it was before that. But it was cool. John Belushi sang in it too. Um, but like, then you fast forward, you know, to Ashley Simpson to book this person who is not even going to. You're just showing up. It's all like window dressing. Like, it's like having Secret Service people around the presidential limo when it's 
like uh, nuclear bomb proof, but you just have those people running around the limo to make the president seem more presidential. They do it for everyone. You know, it, it's all window dressing. And then when the record skips, uh, the power goes out, and then you have her just swinging her hips awkwardly. I think it's regarded as the most embarrassing moment in SNL history. I think it's it's just more embarrassing to have Ashley Simpson on because <laughs> Ashley Simpson, oh, I, yeah. and I and I have no yeah. problem with her as a person. She just had no business being there. Jessica Simpson was very popular at the time. Well, oh, she has a sister. Well, let's let's exploit. I mean, let's market her as well. <laughs> so they just they put her on this this show. Well, I think this they made featured dire hair too. It, well, it's featured Seal, Smashing Pumpkins, uh, Joe Cocker, uh, Cool in the Gang, like you know, acts Wait. that have respectable followings. Was Motorhead on Saturday Night Live? No, they were on. They were on uh, like Jay Leno. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, "What type of name is Lemmy?" He's like, "What type of name is Jay?" <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, it was a good, good little bit. Yeah, well, no, you know. No. And another one of my favorite bands uh, was the band Fear. And this mm. band was famous for inciting riots because people that listen to punk rock are, you know, stupid. So uh, <laughs> they would just, just troll them while they were on stage just to, to get them to, to tear places down. And eventually clubs stopped booking them. They eventually cleaned up their act because, you know, they needed to play shows to make money but at the time they just thought it was funny and they put out an album which is one of the best albums of the 80s it's called the record i i highly recommend it to everyone and that guy leaving he's still alive he's still around and he is super old he, he sang on uh the craving md45 and he was in the movie that's Clue the same guy flash dance yes that's the same guy oh crap. and because okay. john belushi liked that band he got them to play on saturday night live oh no way yeah full circle yes whoa yeah that and that that's the the interesting aspect of that is you used to have people that would just say hey i like this band let's get them on where now it's just like we're trying to make Ashley Simpson a thing. Bring Ashley <laughs> yeah. Simpson on. She's completely unprepared and she doesn't have oh, enough no. talent to to do it all herself. Put on a a fake track. Oopsies. Credibility's gone. I don't know if Ashley Simpson is I know she's still around, but her and her sister, they're basically nothing. They're just they're just the here. The funny thing is that the guy Jessica Simpson was married to at the time, Nick Lachey or, or Nick Lackey or whatever, he he's now like pretty super famous doing the the he's the host of Love Is Blind and he's married to some woman I forgot her name, she's famous too. But it's funny that he's Vanessa Manillo. Yeah, yeah, Vanessa. And it's funny that they're doing a dating show, even though he was one of the first reality stars who literally we watched their like breakup on live television, essentially, yeah. you know, it was one and, of those. And, yeah. And that, and that's the crazy thing is Jessica Simpson is, is pretty much irrelevant at this point. 
And yeah. Nick, Nick Lachey, you know, he's still, he, he's out there. I mean, Nick Lachey isn't as relevant now as he was then, but I bet just, uh, Jessica Simpson has like a, like a clothing line or something. She had a book yeah. in 2020. The chicken of the sea. I do remember that. That was her, her mo- the most, the most <laughs> famous <Tina>. thing, <laughs> the most famous thing about that show was it just showed how stupid Jessica Simpson was. But I heard someone try to go on later on to say like, no, they actually, did that all the like time. Playing. Yes. yes. <laughs> no, no, no. What they said was actually, she, you don't understand. She's really smart. She has an idea oh, yeah. of yeah, like 395,000. Oh, yeah. like, you're just, you're the stupid one. <laughs> yeah. That, that was the thing that they, they tried to do. But but she was constantly saying and doing stupid things. Oh I, yeah, yeah. And I don't. I, that's all I knew about that show. I just knew the the memes of the show. It's like on the this whatever that I don't know what that show was called. Whatever on the, the last episode of Jessica Simpson married to Nick Lachey. <laughs> Jessica Simpson did and said a stupid thing, and, and I think that's it's almost like American Idol, where. Mm-hmm people watch it because oh they want to see the bad stuff i mm-hmm. i if i had to guess i i would i would bet that american <laughs> idols it's it's um like viewership it probably halves once they get to the good singers like just at that point i mean i don't even know if that i don't think that show's still around is it didn't it just get replaced by like no i'm pretty Factor sure or whatever america's got I talent i think it's still kind of around i mean you're you're right because i know like simon cowell's on is it x factor or one of those maybe it's america's got talent, well, yeah but... well every because everybody left paul abdul left uh mm-hmm. randy left simon cowell left so do they just have because and that was that was the the draw of the show someone would be a terrible actor or sorry a terrible singer and paul would be like oh well you know thanks for coming out oh. Randy's like, Lionel. sorry, yeah, he's like, nah, dog, you know, I wasn't feeling it. And Simon Cowell be like, you are the worst person I've ever seen. You look like some kind of mongrel, and your singing is almost as bad as your terrible clothes. Like that, and that was the that was the entertaining part. And then I, I think it tried to do that, and then kind of hope that people would would stick around. Because most of the people that won, they didn't really have careers after it. Like maybe they had one album because they were a, a novelty act essentially. And, and basically like nobody cared. Nobody cared about Clay Aiken or Ruben Clay Aiken. Uh, what's that one guy's name? The Justin guy. So, uh, so American know, can, Idol is well, still a yeah. thing. Okay. And... And this guy, I think um, Lionel Richie is a judge, but this guy just got in the news. So he, I got to read this real quick. He may have won the latest season of American Idol, but uh, I am Tongi is still getting used to be on the big stage. Anyways, he just um, sang the national anthem and he forgot to take his hat off. So he's getting a lot of flack for, for singing the national anthem, but he, he may have done it, you know, uh, I mean, I guess could have been nervous. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, it's the, <laughs> well, he doesn't, I mean, he, he doesn't, this guy is potentially not American. So maybe he just doesn't know. 
I am yeah. Pongi. Like he he looks like a Polynesian. Right. So it's possible this guy is just not American and he just doesn't understand that that is just a tradition you're supposed to do. Like I I I have a but hard who, time there's believing. There's gonna be someone. There's gonna be someone to be like, hey man, like uh, for like a hundred, uh, a couple hundred years, we've been doing it, doing the ticket. They probably they probably told him after. <laughs> They, they, they probably said, oh my gosh, what have you done? Because they, like, once you start singing, they can't come out and say, stop singing. You gotta take your hat off, idiot. They can't do that. That's that's way more awkward. So you just have to let this guy suck it all up and, and, and then apologize later, which, you know, whatever. It is funny, though, that people are just kind of... Yeah, they got upset about it. <laughs> I'm, all right, I, I gotta look at the uh, this video. Not, not so much because I care about it. Oh, okay. Not so bad. I, w- I was expecting um, a bunch Seattle. of dislikes. Yeah, yeah. This guy. This is this guy is a big fat cow. <laughs> Holy He's the, the male. The male Lizzo. I guess. He's yeah, like well, he. Well, as long as he doesn't start shaking his butt while he's singing, <laughs> you know, at least be oh. better than that. Well, because well, I, I, I. Well, what I'm doing is I look at this picture that you posted. In yeah. chat and and i'm like he like he looks fat here but then when you see them waddle because like oh, they're because they're because no, there's, there's, there's there's fat people <laughs> and then there's people that you Don't can see it. that their weight affects how they're able to move like this guy's probably mm-hmm. like 400 pounds how old is this guy i mean i know I he looks it. young he does yeah, look young. exactly he doesn't look very old but well i'll tell American you this time. i don't think he's gonna live to be very old <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. He doesn't drastically change his diet and like uh, workout patterns or lack thereof. I mean, dude, there is something with Polynesians. They're all so big. I don't think I've ever met a small Polynesian. And this guy, I'm not saying he is, but he looks like a Polynesian. How awkward it is there's all these people with their hats off covering their heart and then he's just standing. Have you seen the pictures? There's some good pictures of it. Like, oh, I'm I'm just, I'm just watching the video now. This, the sound is off. I, okay. mo- most people, I'm going to be honest with you. They probably do not care. Uh, no. I, and I, and I do, I understand both sides of the argument where like tradition is tradition and it really needs to be upheld. Mm-hmm. But I, I, this guy probably didn't know this isn't Colin Kaepernick, like deliberately yeah, taking kneeling. a knee. Yeah. yeah I, I'm, I'm going to. That's just sending a definite message. Rather to than, to like, me, the more problematic aspect of this is how fat this guy is. <laughs> like this guy, this is like 500 pounds on legs that are like a foot long. Like he kind of, he looks like, he looks like a turtle. Like that is the shape of his body. The big turtle and turtles lived to like over a hundred. Not, Not this turtle. Not this <laughs> turtle. <laughs> No, no, no. A real turtle could beat him in a race. This guy is just well. Yeah, this guy's gonna get winded too fast. Yeah, th- this this is where you have the turtle. This is where you have the the problems. Like, yeah, if you if you watch the actual video, you can see him do a little walk about the the ten second mark. No, like, yeah, like, to move like the podium too. There is no podium. Oh, man. But yeah, because I I had a buddy that was fat. He, you know, he was two. He was about two fifty, which is fat. But he walked he like, like a normal. He had a big gut, but he walked like normal. Five foot taller or something. No, he was like, you know, like he was like he was like 
Yeah, well, yeah. The two, no, 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 no. He was just like a, he was a fat guy. Because once okay. upon a time, okay, have you ever seen that movie It with uh, like Tim Curry's a clown? Oh, yes. So there, remember the fat kid in it? And, and he's just like a kid that's like a little overweight. Okay, yeah. They're calling him like Porky and, and stuff. Like once upon a time, like a fat person was like 30 pounds overweight. Now, like we have people that are like 300 pounds overweight <laughs> and we're, and, 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 and they're expecting us to, to treat this as normal. And, and, and here's the thing, like you and I have both been in, um, times in our life where we have been overweight. Sure. Yeah. But, but imagine what you have to do to get that big. Like you have to be so sedentary and you have to be eating so much like there are days when i'm like man i ate i ate so much today Uh, and it's probably half of what this guy eats every day and i still think like can you imagine like what he feels like and no look at him walking (laughs) i don't know i i really don't know i think well, and th- and this is the, this is the real question because you can't get like dopamine released from like working out. You know, like those long distance runners, they actually get like some sort of high from. Yeah, they call it the runner's high. Yeah, there you go. So, like, when you get the fat, like maybe you just really like the candy bars, and then that's how you get what, the dopamine. What, well, <laughs> well, that, that I think I I think there's truth in that. More too. of addiction. So, well, what it is is I I know that. People that are really overweight do have a lot of depression and yes. other mental health issues. And it's probably because their life, it, it is so sedentary mm-hmm. and you do get a feel good feeling from eating like sugary or really salty carbohydrated foods. Like the, the other day I bought a bag of, you know, those chips, they got like the red, white striped bag. I think so. I don't really like chips that much, but uh, okay. Well, I like those ones, the jalapeno ones. Ew! The heck? What's wrong with you? I don't really like spicy stuff. What's wrong with you? Like, well, they're not spicy. They're spiced. I don't get. Did you know that jalapenos are not not mild? Did did you know that Arnold Schwarzenegger had a child with his maid? (laughs) Oh, was he possibly Guatemalan? He was Guatemalan, yes. Well, that, uh... Anyway, yeah, spicy potato chips, jalapeno potato chips. I think you're going to, you know, start talking to people about this. And this will be another eye-opening experience for you. Oh, we're, great. Where, again, you're just going to feel like a total <laughs> dummy. <laughs> Those chips are great, but I just, I bought them. I, I haven't had potato chips in, like, literally years. So I, I just, I just saw him at the store and I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy this because it's hot out. And I rationalized it. Like, you know, I'm going to be sweating. So I'm going to need a little more sodium. So that's what I'm going to do. And, uh, you can only eat so much, but the thing is, you remember that old, the commercial, like, bet you can't have just one. That's because there is something in your brain that like, there is a real satisfying a chemical reaction from those those salty carb chips where with these people they just get so overweight 
uh, they probably need the dopamine release from the food because they can't get it elsewhere. And, and I, and I, I reject the whole notion that like weight gain is genetic. Now metabolism, I do believe. Yeah. I do believe metabolism is genetic where a, a lot of bodybuilders, they have the, the genetics to look like, like that. But not yeah. everybody, not everybody can, can look like Arnold, even if you take steroids. Cause I, I, I knew a guy that took steroids and you know, he, he did look good, but he didn't look like Arnold and he did train a lot. So it only a certain type of person has the, the genes to, to have that well-rounded muscular potential where I do think some people have slower metabolism so they can wait. Yeah. They can gain weight easier, but at, at a certain point, like there's a difference between you're 30 pounds overweight and you're 200 pounds overweight. And I think, I think part of it is we grew up in an era. See, I don't really remember any real bullying in school. Like, sure. There were like fights and problems and like arguments and stuff, but I don't remember like, there's the weird kid. Hey, let's get him. (laughs) Did, Did you ever witness that? No, there was no like go grab your pitchforks and like demonize this. Um, yeah, like, like hang him from the, the flagpole yeah. by by his underwear. <laughs> no. I I never saw that. Like there were some like there were some kids that would routinely do goofy things. Uh, I won't say the guy's name, but do you remember Demon Slayer? That was. Do you remember that guy? <laughs> yes. Uh, thank. To, you yeah. don't need don't like, say his name don't say his no, name. no 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 i'm not but yes i remember he'd wear like a a jacket and he had kind of like a ponytail yes yes that's him uh, yes but that budget. yeah that that <laughs> guy was a a very <laughs> strange guy and if anyone would have been bullied it was that guy and i think we grew up in an era where they just said that bullying is a problem and blah 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 but I don't think the problem is bullying. I think the problem is reality. And I think some people do need to be bullied. And this guy probably grew up never told, um, you're going to have joint problems. You're going to have mental problems. Uh, you're going to have self-esteem problems. So you need to curb this. And if you like food, you need to exercise and you need to watch your portions. You know, it, it's so weird because I'm thinking back, like when we grew up too, and we learned about history, and you learn about like Henry the Eighth, for instance. Like the rich people or the pop, like the successful people, were the big fat ones because well, they could afford the food. Yeah, but it was nowadays, it was a, it was a status symbol because you right. could afford to eat. So it mm-hmm. was let, and that was the thing. It's like, well, people used to find uh, overweight women attractive. No, they didn't they were attracted to the money and the status and that was how Mm -hmm. you symbolize it where now the transition is you wear jewels you Mm -hmm. wear expensive clothing that's it because nobody likes looking at overweight people oh that's really insensitive how could you say that well that's just the truth it's 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 the same thing as if you saw someone with leprosy you wouldn't be like oh yeah that's cool you're 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 a leper (laughs) 
oh yeah, you know, I, I got a, I got a buddy who, um, he's got, uh, irritable bowel syndrome. Yeah. We all got these crazy things we got to deal with. We'll see you, Mr. Leper. No, you look at that and your body contorts and tries to shield itself and your, your brain tells you that there, something is wrong. Stay away. Like we don't look at diseases. And think like, oh, that's normal. And obesity is basically a disease. It's the destruction of the body. Like, yes, you do have to eat to stay alive, but at at a certain point, you shouldn't eat if it's going to kill you. That's that's and that's why you when you see obesity, you get uncomfortable because that that is that's disease. It's the destruction of the body in the way that leprosy Mm -hmm. is. Like, if you see a cancer patient you know god forbid yes like they're not just like sick like their their body is like shriveling and just like the organs aren't working yeah yeah and and you don't look at it and say hey that's cool like it is hard to look at your Mm -hmm. your brain doesn't want to see that your brain doesn't want to see the destruction of a body tells you that it's trauma it's not yeah yes exactly like we, we don't say fat is bad because we're insensitive and blah, blah, blah. We, it's just your body's natural reaction to, to something that is unnatural. Oh, what, how do you know it's unnatural? Well, because you can look at how the brain reacts to certain things mm-hmm. and you, you get uncomfortable by things that your, your body is biologically designed to protect you from. Mm-hmm. And, and oh so what i gotta look like gi joe no that's always the conclusion that these people go to is like well i can't look i can't look like arnold from pumping iron it's like okay but that doesn't mean you you have to look like the guy from austin powers too <laughs> as funny as that character is yeah it's it's uh it, it's all a result of I, I do think we were conditioned to think that bullying was a serious problem. Remember there was that, mm-hmm. there was a documentary about it a few years ago. And the only reason I know about it was because of that episode of South Park. You remember it? The, <laughs> you're going to be jacking it in San Diego. And like, why does everyone oh, keep saying that? Yeah. I remember that episode. Yeah. And then the, you know, the, there's the guy like, Oh, Mr. Uh, Captain Kangaroo haircut. Oh, huh? Oh, you go quiet. You're quiet now. And like they just keep doing that. Yeah, and I don't I don't really know that it, it's it's a, a problem because we always hear about it, but well, my, I I, my, I think it's it's more true. that they're they're pretending that these these people that are out of control need to be protected and they need to keep being out of control. To embrace those it's almost that's interesting. You bring up like a separate point, but I was going to, I wanted to say that I think when we were growing up and we were kind of conditioned or told that, you know, I feel like it's the first time ever that alcoholism was trying to be normalized. Like, Hey, it's not this person's fault. It's, uh, the, it's a, uh, disease. It's a disease. And then South I have Park a disease. Stand. <laughs> Stand alcoholism is a disease. I can't help myself. <laughs> It's such a bottle of crap, you know. I mean, addiction is such such an evil, and and to try to normalize it in any way. Well, um, it's and, not and so much. I, I would say it's not so much the normalizing it, but they're trying to relieve the 
the the person who's accountable. You're not, yes, they they're trying to yes. re- relieve them from being accountable mm-hmm. because exactly. and, and look, and I understand that uh, addiction is a bad thing, but, um, but so is is eating too much. It's an addiction. You can be yeah, it is an addiction. Sugar. Absolutely. Addiction well, to, well, you can't caffeine. get yes. dude. You know how long you would have point. to eat <laughs> to get that big. I couldn't do it, it if I tried. Because he, here, Honestly. here's the thing. Like I, th- this could be something for. Here's an experiment. Anyone listening, if you want to try it, do not change your diet at all, and just stop exercising, and just see what happens to your body. Now you might say, "Hey, I've gained some weight. How much weight did you gain? Or how much? How much muscle did you lose? How much did your belly start to sag? Did you balloon up to four hundred pounds?" And I'm saying, like, do it for a year. This is not the result of, like, not exercising. You have to eat so Mm -hmm. much to get that big. And it is addiction. Yes. And and it is interesting that you brought up the the alcoholism and drug addiction. Because that's the first step. Mm -hmm. Because first it's like, oh, look, I can't can't help it. I'm I'm, um, powerless to do anything about my... uh, about my addiction. I'm, I'm a slave to my addiction. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, you know, I'm sorry. We'll help you. And then now it's like, oh, you're, you fat, fatty, fatty, fat, fat. <laughs> oh, I, it's an addiction. I'm powerless. <laughs> and then it's like, Hey, you can't, you can't pick on that guy. He's an addict. You know how crazy it would be? Like, if, let's say like you decided to, to, to stop, uh, freebasing crack, like, you know, mm-hmm. as you, but you never will. I know you, you know, you're no quitter. No, no. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But imagine like you're deep in recovery and you're just taking it really seriously. It's like, hi, I'm a, I'm Frank. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a heroin addict, uh, eight years sober next month. Hi, I'm Eon. I'm uh, I'm addicted to crunch bars (laughs) and and, cheesy boots (laughs) and, uh, and ho-hos. And uh, and moon pies. I eat sticks of butter for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I know I eat uh, margarine. <laughs> Butter's oh, too nutritious. Oh yes, because that—that's oh. the thing is these people aren't eating real food. Also, they're—they're they're eating chemical yeah. processes. <clears throat> now I have heard with Polynesians they eat a lot mm-hmm. of spam with subi, which is like like a. I've known I've known one person that eats spam. Uh, well, well specifically spam with subi and apparently it's good i i've known plenty of non-polynesians that have eaten it and they said oh yeah i've tried it that's pretty good but spam from what i understand it it's just like it's so cured that it's just like eating something really salty because there is something to salt there is like it, it's very satisfying like you just it it just it, it dehydrates hits. you well, sure, but it hits the spot. You. Well, you know, yeah, but it's not. Yeah, well, it's it, not bad for you because your body does need salt. True. I met a guy recently, and he was he was talking about all the sodium people have, and oh, in these restaurants they have so much sodium. Blah blah blah. Oh, people. The studies showed that people only need like four hundred milligrams of sodium a day, and I was like, you know, that's probably um, based on the assumption that most people are not just overweight, but morbidly obese and sedentary. 
So mm. if you are active, like, you know, you, you say like, you know, like I play a lot of basketball, right? I, sw- I sweat a lot. And if you don't have any sodium in your diet and you sweat, like it shuts down your electrolytes. Like that's what you're sweating out. Like that was the whole idea with sports drinks is, you know, you're, you're doing a sport and you're not just. Oh, Gatorade sweat. has so much sodium in it. It'll give you kidney stones. Well, well, um, another one All of our drinks. Another one of our friends, uh, do you remember the guy? He's a tall guy. Uh, he played drums. Yes, that? yes. That guy. Tattoo guy. Yes, exactly. Ha, you knew him immediately. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, I, that was, I first heard that from him. He said, if you drink a lot of Gatorade and you just don't do anything, you will get kidney mm-hmm. stones. Because That's the idea he is, knew that. <laughs> yes, it is. Speaking of uh, addiction and recovery. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure he's done some stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even he knows. Well, let's reach out to that guy. <laughs> that guy was cool. Yeah, no, uh, he was. But anyway, the idea was your point, because it, it, was, it was marketed towards specifically athletes. Those were the people that mm-hmm. were pushing it. So you're playing a, a high-intensity like football game or a basketball game. Like you're, you're not just like playing golf or bocce ball or, or something where you're outside no, you're and it is a tackled sport. in the 90 degree weather. I think it started at and Florida, like Florida and, state or something. Yes. Like that. Yeah. Well, that's where the idea Florida Gators, you know, Gator <laughs> Aid. Yeah. Hey. hey, yes. Well, it's not just well, that. And, know, and, and you're, and you're, and you're running and you're, you're pushing, mm-hmm. you're, you're using, you're exerting a lot. So you're sweating a yes. lot. So you, you need not just to be rehydrated, you need to replenish all the sodium you lost for your electrolytes. Like, you know, it's what plants crave, right? <laughs> yes. That, yeah, yes. That, that, that's the whole idea behind that. So if you're not physically active, you don't need all that sodium. And, and that's what spam is. I mean, it, it, sodium causes other problems like sodium really doesn't make you fat it causes other problems but spam is is, it's basically fat and salt and um it's it's like spam rice and eggs is what i hear they have like they have that for breakfast every day and it's not like a small portion either it's not like all right uh, i'm gonna have uh 700 calories for breakfast because, you know, I, I haven't eaten in eight hours. You know, breakfast got to break my fast and, Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm going to work my construction job. So I'm going to need some energy. No, it's like, I'm going to eat like 1500 calories. It doesn't matter what the job is because unless you're like an athlete or you're engaging in something that requires the consumption of a lot of calories you don't need that much like having it's it's hard for me to eat rice man like i, I actually li- like rice i do too but there is a lot of calories in it and it fills you up real fast so that's and true. that and that's the thing is like i can eat a lot of rice and fat but i will not feel good for a long time afterwards. Like if I'm going to have that, like all, all you can eat. So like if I go to an, all you can eat buffet, I'm probably having a light breakfast and skipping lunch. 
Otherwise, like I'm, I'm going to vomit. Like I'm going to, for the sake of argument, I'm going to feel sick. Yeah. What, one of the things that I kind of, maybe you'll disagree with this, but I say to people, um, you know, fruit is candy and candy is death. And if you view things through that lens, um, because some people like to think that, you know, fruit is like, oh, I ate my fruit today. I'll, uh, I'm being I'll, healthy. Bef- before you go on, I will say this, and I am going to uh, enhance your argument. So, you know that wine is good for you? Yes, uh, what, have, have a glass of wine. A wine, night and wine is good for you because it has you never have because it has vitamin A in it. So that's what makes it good. But the alcohol in wine <laughs> negates all the healthy aspects <laughs> of the wine. Just like fruit has a lot of good vitamins, has good minerals, mm-hmm. has good nutrients, but all the sugar in it. Yes, it's definitely. not that it. It's not so much that it negates it, but you're still taking in a lot of sugar. So fruit is good if you are doing some kind of physical activity, like if you're doing like a, a tough mutter, or mm-hmm. you know maybe you're you're going you're playing some, some orange slices, some and baseball, you, you know, yeah, like that. Yeah. That's it, it's for the same reason that Gatorade is good. But if you are right. very sedentary. Fruit mm-hmm. isn't good for you. Like, like if I, I see uh, an overweight person, like, yeah, I'm just trying to lose weight. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to the store. I'm going to get a bunch of fruit. It's like, okay, you're gonna, <laughs> you're getting something with no protein that's full of sugar, and it it's, makes you want it more. To the more you have it, you because sugar is addicting. Exactly. I heard. <laughs> I believe sugar is more addicting than heroin. Honestly, yeah, I think they've done I think studies. It used to be on cocaine, that. but yeah, it's probably just you know same thing. It's it's more addictive. Um, it's either sugar is the most like abused, you know, substance or caffeine. And then it's like, you know, alcohol or something like that. I could be wrong, but Uh, I, I would, I can see both sides of that. I I'd be more willing to believe the, um, the sugar part just because the obesity rate in the country Mm -hmm. is like, I I think it's over 60%. It's at least 60%. I've told people like, the world's never been fatter. Like the human beings have never been this big. Like they've never. And I, I was listening to, uh, I forgot who it was. He was some like a doctor. He came out with a book, but he was, he was telling people about like, for instance, like the, what, what are they called? Like cheesy poofs or cheese puffs or something. Cheetos like, maybe? Maybe Cheetos. But he was saying there's like a dissolvability factor or like a number that these food makers have so that the food is easier for you to consume literally so that it will literally like, just dissolve in your mouth. So think about the things you put in your mouth. Think chips are like that. It's easy to eat. So it's easy to eat a lot of them. It's like rice right. is a little bit harder to eat, but you can eat a ton of chips. You can eat bags of them. Right. And Th- that's the problem with chips is because like it's a serving size. Well, it's only 120 calories per serving, but it's like 10 chips. You don't just eat 10 chips. You eat the whole bag and that's like 1200 calories. And you went through it and you didn't even think about it. You got no protein, no, yeah. no, nothing substantial that's actually going to make you feel yeah, good. You're you just... got no uh, nutrients, mm-hmm. so like your your body doesn't feel satiated. It's it it's it's like well, I could eat more. Well, you just took in twelve hundred calories, so now you're going to take in another meal in addition to that. So 
I'm looking at something here, and because we're talking about you know Lizzo and these people, I'm I'm looking at Adele, and it says, "What a body positivity, uh, what a body positivity expert wants you to know about Adele's hundred plus pound weight loss." Uh, this is now, in 2021. Now, before you and, go into this, okay. I, I do yeah. want to bring up one thing about Adele because when Adele okay. came out, Adele was was the thing. Mm-hmm. Like everyone thought Adele. She was almost kind of like the female version of Rick Astley, where everyone thought that she was like some kind of like Diana Ross, like 60s Motown singer, but it was just some like some British young girl. And she was extremely unhealthy. She -hmm. was, she was overweight and she was constantly chain smoking. And I remember there was an interview. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah. And she was basically saying like, like I can do whatever and like I don't have to quit anything. I know what I want. <laughs> yeah. I ran for Congress and won. Yeah, and she, and she was kind of um uh boasting that she didn't need to do any changes, but it's not sustainable, especially like singing like well, that think, for an hour and a half. It, well, it is tough. No, yeah. I'm and, sure. and it's harder to have strong lung power. When you are smoking, mm-hmm. oh yeah, let no, alone that'll... being a hundred pounds overweight. Yeah, and I'll play like the devil's advocate here, and you know, um, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. But I imagine she was probably conditioned to believing that and saying, like, "Look, I could smoke cigarettes and I can eat uh, these big old turkey legs at Disneyland and eat these pound cakes." And she's, she's not that else. old. Yeah, she's thirty-five. No, she's not. Yeah, and no. so so when she was younger, she probably didn't mm-hmm. feel most of the effects. Right, and and you, people you don't are think people, long term. Yeah, and people are <clears> telling her, yeah, yeah, there's nothing wrong with you. And then the occasional person pops in and says, "You're going to regret that later on." And she's like, "Well, I feel fine now." Except she doesn't talk like that. It's more like, "How I feel fine now." Nothing <laughs> wrong with how I feel. Well, she's English, so I assume they all talk like that. <laughs> I assume everyone from England talks like a a Charles Dickens novel. I think you're right about that. But the crazy thing is that after she lost this hundred pounds or so, she's faced backlash over her weight. Uh, I I guess over the weight loss or something like that. Like, uh, because she's, did she take that that Ozempic? That's the new thing that's going around. Isn't that fight weight loss or something? I guess I don't know. I I I just see that every now and then. It's like this person lost weight taking Ozempic. <laughs> I don't know. He's he sold 120 million records. That's a lot. That is a lot. That's a lot. A lot. That is a third. Imagine a third of everyone in the country has an Adele record. Yeah. Put Almost, that in perspective. Wait, what? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, she she was a she was a uh, in more ways than one. She was the big thing when when Rolling in the Deep came out. That was a long time ago, dude. That was like two thousand eleven or twelve. No, that was the. We could have had it, ha ha. <laughs> rolling in the deep. Okay. I don't care for most of her songs. I do like. Her song from the James Bond movie. I think that song rules. That song is really, really good. I only remember, is it The World Is Not Enough? Did Madonna do that one? 
no, Die Another Day is Madonna. The World is oh, Not yeah. Enough is, is garbage. That song sucks. I hate that song. <laughs> I remember hearing a long time ago, someone said that a James Bond movie is only as good as its song. <laughs> like, well, that explains uh, Die Another Had Day. a good theme song. <laughs> Die Another Day <laughs> was not a good theme song. Uh, but the, the that, uh, Skyfall was the Adele one. That song's really uh, okay. good. I really like that song. No, I don't think I saw that one. I haven't seen a James well, Bond just, movie since well, just, he was well, playing no, just, poker. Just, just listen to the song. All right. Well, I'll just talk to three people, and I guess one of them will definitely, or yeah, one of them will know about it or have it. Yeah. So. Well, they'll have one of her records. I don't know how many she has. I don't know either. But go on, go on. Talk, talk about formerly Fat Adele. Um, obsession with weight sends the wrong message. That's, that's number three on her list of, uh, she's got one that's fitness is about so much more than weight loss. Well, yeah. And that, yeah, that's, that's the thing that I've, I've been seeing lately is, uh, this whole idea of like, um, weight, weight loss is, uh, it's harmful to, to people because it, it lets them know that. Uh, there's something wrong with them that needs to be fixed. Mm-hmm. You're perfect just the way you are. Yes. No, you're not. You're, you're, your no, bones you're... are telling you. <laughs> your heart is screaming, stop. Yes. Your, your arteries, you're, you know, you got pre-diabetes. It's not sustainable. It's not, you're gonna, they're going to have to amputate your leg because you can't stop eating sugar. It affects your performance. Yeah. In in not just physical but mental. It is it's harder to sleep. It's like people they snore, they get sleep apnea, so they can't get full mm. eight hours. So it affects how how uh they perform in their job. I knew a guy that was overweight and he had sleep apnea and he just he crashed his car because he, he fell asleep at the wheel on the freeway. Oh, he wouldn't like wear his mask at night to fix it or something. He eventually got that thing, but then, oh, God. um, but he, he just, he said it was too uncomfortable. He he couldn't do it. Hmm. That's funny. I'm reading this on number five. It says your body is your business. I'm going to kind of skip down. It says ultimately Adele or Lizzo or any other celebrity doesn't owe her body to us. Fundamentally, I believe in body autonomy, Atkinson says. We'll get back to that in a second. If Adele wants to make lifestyle changes to improve her health, that's great. And if she wants to make her body smaller, that's also just fine. She doesn't need to explain her motivations to anyone. That's the, that's the thing where they're, they're trying to sweep it under the rug. Like, well, she doesn't need to explain. Yes, she does. She needs to <laughs> yeah, explain that she, she, wa- she lost 100 pounds because she was that's not. a substantial amount. She wasn't. Yes. happy now mm-hmm. to tie it back in to what i was saying in the beginning uh and this is a complete accident because you know life is cool that way she wasn't happy with the lifestyle that was bringing her pleasure yes so she yeah. sought to make a change because and you you can tell by how people are reporting on this Mm-hmm. That it wasn't like pressure from the record companies. Like you got to lose weight because clearly they're not happy that she did because it's not like, wow, look at Adele go. 
isn't she so great? She lost the weight. No, because that doesn't have to explain anything because she lost a hundred pounds. Like she should tell, like tell us the secrets. Like, <laughs> yeah, you a hundred pounds. Know how great she feels. You yeah, know, this her, this American you know, Idol every... guy, he he could learn a thing or two. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. I'm sure he'd be thrilled to to hear yeah, how and to do and it. she could probably. And she's from, you know, she's British. She could probably even tell him to take his hat off either. But you know what? That's more important to lose the weight, honestly. Like, oh, that, that's the biggest issue. That's the biggest one. Because that, that is not at all sustainable. No, it's not. That's why, that's why Nor people Nor pleasurable die. to look at. <laughs> no. And, and, there, there's, and there's so many aspects to it where we don't like looking at it. A lot of times they smell bad. <laughs> it, yeah. it, 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 it wreaks havoc on their joints and their organs. I, life expectancy for overweight people is not high. No, you're rated differently if you're trying to get insurance yep. um, or anything and, and, like and that. And you've got you a know, lot of people ask. saying, oh, that's not fair been- that. That, that I have to pay more. Well, you have to pay more because you're more susceptible to stroke. You're more susceptible to heart attack. You're more susceptible to various types of cancer because cancer cells feed on sugar. You're, you're more susceptible to diabetes. Uh, you're more susceptible to back and knee pain that may require surgery. You are, you are more susceptible to Things that require doctor visits. So you're charged more because you use the service more. Well, that's not fair because we're all the same. Well, clearly not because you're more likely to have a heart attack than me. And well, that's just the size genes. of three people. Oh yeah. Well, that's just genes. No, it's, it's, it's not, it's not because of genes. You, you no genes fit you <laughs> that too, that too. It's clearly not the, don't blame the genes because you can't get into them. The crazy thing, and maybe this is off topic, but the brand Lululemon, they axed out their CEO because he was saying my brand that I created is only going to be for like till size, like four or six, or let's say it was six or whatever, you know? And now you've got sizes because they got rid of him because that was, you know, uh, really mean and bad to say, you know, he's a, he's a horrible person. And now they've got sizes up to like where Lizzo can wear the brand. And that's not what the creator wanted. And well, look, I don't know. Maybe well, and, okay. Well, maybe. here, think about this. How much more fabric do you need to use? <laughs> and now they're more expensive. <laughs> yeah. That, that, and that's a serious question. Like how come these, uh, and I remember seeing that like, like a long time ago, overweight right. people saying like, how, how come I have to pay more for these <laughs> pants? And this, it's like, well, that's basically two pairs of pants worth of fabric. Well, now it's going into the airplanes too, because they need two or three seats because they're just, they can't fit. Right. Oh, I got upgraded to first class. It's like, you didn't fit in economy or anywhere else. You didn't even fit in the, the escape hatch area. Yeah. They, else they, put they, you? Yeah, they like, can't put they, you in the, in the cargo hold. Well, no goodness no that's crazy and i do it's weird i i gotta ask you about this because and maybe we'll take a break first but maybe what we can get into is 
Def Leppard's Rick Allen calls. We'll Wolf get it. We'll, we'll hold that. Play. Hold that. Hold that. We we'll, don't have time no, for that no. now. We'll we'll okay. we'll circle back to that. You know. All right. Circle no, back. You know. Look look forward to that thing he just alluded to. Yes. After the break, but all right. So our song for the week, we're gonna go with uh, "Cranial Engorgement," conceived into the suffering. Thank you guys for for giving us that song, letting us play it. Uh, they are friends with our with our buddy Tanner Poppet, oh, and they've been on uh, Poppet's Corner. So go check that out. Um, and yeah, hope you enjoy the track. Thanks again. Yeah. 
And we are back. Thank you guys from uh, Cranial Engorgement. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, conceived into the suffering. But, you know, if you are a band and want your stuff played, you know, message us, message us on, uh, you know, on Instagram. Uh, we'll give you guys out our uh, Discord where you can connect with us as well. You know, anyone is welcome to that. So just uh, get in touch with us. We're not uh, we're, we're not necessarily biters, you know, but, you know, we, we will uh, engage back. And, you know, we want to provide a platform for people to get their message out and hear some killer bands that you normally wouldn't necessarily get access to. We do not discriminate here. We will play your songs. We will. To an extent, if you're, if you're, if <laughs> yes. you, if your your product is completely unpolished and unlistenable, right. you know, like don't, don't, yeah, don't just, yeah. yeah, don't, don't record on your, on your flip phone, uh, your voicemail. Distract. Yeah. You know, if, yeah. and I, and again, not asking for something perfect, but something that you actually put out to the world. We're not going to just let anyone on. So if you think it'd be funny to send us something terrible that you slap together in, in two minutes, yeah, well, we won't play that. But if you're a real band and you really care about getting your music promoted and out there, we do want to promote you and get you out there. No doubt. And, and even like the guys from, uh, you know, Blood of Angels that we had on, uh, on episode eight, uh, Riding the Edge, those guys are um, up for, they got nominated for an award. And, uh, you know, they're a Florida based band and they're going to be out in Los Angeles uh, in August. So we'll keep you guys updated on that. And we want to keep you updated on all the bands we've had on. So uh, exciting times. Um, but yeah, I think what we led into uh, before the break was Def Leppard's. Rick Allen calls Wolfgang Van Halen a beautiful human being. Quote, he's so well balanced. And th this article came out July 13th, 2023. I'm not exactly sure what that necessarily means in the, the name of this article. But it has a picture of Wolfgang next to this Rick Allen guy who's skinny or in shape. But Wolfgang is just... I don't know what to think. I mean, he's unshaven as well. It just doesn't look sustainable. He's a big boy. The word you a mammoth. Using. What's that? Wait, isn't that the name of his band, Mammoth? Yeah, Mammoth WVH. The Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen. They asked. We already kind of said why well, use the you know the name because it's his name. You know, like, but he won't do the Van Halen songs. So like, I don't want to just do Panama every night. Well, that's that's fine. He, pr he probably shouldn't. I, I understand the, the want to not play someone else's songs when you really had no part of it. I mean, he and was in Van Halen he, when he was yeah, like, what, he was 14? in he was in. The, I know the he band. wasn't a part of the creative. Process, yeah, that's what. Yeah, he but. was in the band, but did yeah he wasn't he was the bass player right? Didn't you just replace Michael Anthony? I think so. Yeah, he played bass. Maybe he did some keyboards too. Possibly. That's possible. I know I, he is a a, a well-rounded uh, musician. He's not just like a guitar right. Player. And he he opened for Def Leppard and Motley Crue at three shows in the U.S. in the United Kingdom and Ireland. 
Must must be nice to be the son of Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> yeah, this, sure. this is. A, I, I honestly think this is a, a very similar situation to Ashley Simpson. Not so oh, much funny. though. Not so <laughs> much that he's underprepared and he he can play. He he is a musician, but the music is not very good. People like him because he is the son of Eddie Van Halen. Right. That's pretty much all that's it a is. Power, that's a powerful name. I know, you know a lot of people that have said like, oh yeah, Wolf Van Van Halen, he's got a new album. Is it good? Mm, not really, but I mean, it's cool. Well, but, it, but, there's got to yeah, be more substance. Yeah. yeah. And, I and fell I, for it too when I first heard it. And I was like, oh, I heard it on the radio. And then immediately after they played like a Judas Priest song. And I was like, oh, well, okay, wait a second. I was just back like, to reality by the moment. Yeah, I was like, oh, wow. That, that actually was like, you know, uh, five out of ten compared to initially listening to it. Maybe it was even lower than that. I mean, it wasn't awful, but maybe you're like, give him more credit because I think he did all of the instruments and the vocals. I think. No, you give him more credit because he's he has Van Halen in his name. Okay, yeah, that's that's all right. it was. Would you would what if that wasn't Wolfgang Van Halen? What I what if thought it was awful? <laughs> yeah, what if, what if it was yeah. you know Joey Bag of Donuts? Yeah. But he plays no. all his own instruments. Doesn't the guy in Muse, isn't Muse just one guy? Could be. I thought Muse was, was one guy played all the instruments. Does that mean Muse is, is more impressive? Well, sure, it's better than, you know, Millie Vanilli, but what matters <laughs> is, the, is the finished product. That, that's all that really matters to me. And, you know, there, there, there is a certain charm to someone who, you know, I'm doing it all my own. I, I, like I'm, I'm doing all the parts. Self-made. <laughs> no, well, you know, that's, no, that's the okay. thing that they'll run with, <laughs> but someone, you know, they, they do it all themselves. They're playing the drums, the bass, the guitar, the vocals, the keyboards, the, um, the French horn, the oboe, <laughs> the harpsichord. Well, Burzum did that from uh, his jail cell. Sure. Right. Well, yeah, After but that, yeah. well, Burzum, that, that's a great example because he did it all himself. So the production is not great. Right. It's not. But there's something to it. Like, well, you know what? He did it all himself and, and good for him. Same with, with, you know, Van Halen, you know, he did it all himself. It's not like other people did it and he just sang. Where, where other people wrote the lyrics and he's just writing the name. He is trying to distance himself from Eddie Van Halen. He, he is his own artist, but right. all of his popularity comes with being the son of one of the most legendary guitar players of all time. And I think one. there's a, a lot of people out there that don't love Van Halen, but most people respect Eddie Van Halen. No one's, I haven't run into anyone that's been like, no, he's actually like a terrible guitarist, you know, like everyone well, well, gives and, him respect. Well, even, well, even people that kind of stay in their own lane, like I'm kind of like, like I'm, I just like death metal. You don't find people right. that say, ah, oh, screw Van Halen. I don't care about Van Halen, but there's probably people that are like, yeah, I like some of their songs. I don't really listen to them, but that it's kind of that. Obviously no one can honestly dump on Eddie Van Halen as a guitar player, but but people don't say, yeah, dude, Van Halen sucks. 
Like the only people that don't like Van Halen are people that just don't like rock and roll. And that and that's fine because if you don't like a genre, you're, you're not going to like anything from that genre. Maybe they might like. I knew a guy that didn't like rock and roll, but he liked the Sammy Hagar era of Van Halen because he liked more synth driven music. Do you know that Sammy Hagar is like 75 years old? Yeah, isn't he older than David Lee Roth? Yeah, I, he just had like a birthday bash or something at one of his like tequila restaurants. I think in like Huntington Beach, he was just at like owned something there. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember <laughs> I like, Sammy Hagar looking old twenty years ago. Like Dave Mustaine looks old now, and he's looked old for a few years. But I saw Megadeth twenty years ago, and Dave still looked fine. Like now he's starting His to look old. Still red. Yeah. But Sammy Hagar, I remember him looking old, like because he wore the sunglasses and he would right. hide it. But when he took them off, like he looked like he, he had that just sunken in old man face. You know, he, you know, he looks fine physically apart from that, but he's just and like, he was just on the latest, head. and he was just on the latest Megadeth record in the, I think in the I think it's the last song of the album. They're like we'll be back, I think. I think that's the name of the song. I started listening to The Sick, The Dying, and The Dead. I got four oh, songs you? into it. Your thoughts so far, or do you want to... So far, I, I am uh, unimpressed. Interesting. Yes. I, I um to, to have an honest Megadeth album ranking, I would go Peace Cells, Killing Is My Business, Rust in Peace, Dystopia, so far, so good. Countdown, euthanasia. Then the rest of it, it doesn't really matter. Even though I, I do think the system has failed, is has some good songs on it, but it's just like at that point, they 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 range from average to not good. But uh, unless the sick, the dying, and the dead does like a real one eighty and just picks up the pace, uh, it. it Reminds me of this Duran Duran record that came out uh, in like. How does it remind you of Duran Duran? Well, if <laughs> you don't like interrupt, if you don't interrupt okay. me, you'll you'll <laughs> learn how. They put out a record. It's like between 2008 and 2012. I can't remember, but it sounded like Duran Duran trying to sound like how they did in the 80s, because in the nineties, they have that album. The, I think it's called the wedding album that has like come undone and ordinary world. Like when they, they really changed their sound from like that, that hot eighties, bouncy new wave, catchy stuff to this really adult oriented contemporary rock. And they put out this record. It sounded like they were trying to sound like they did in the eighties but it, it just, it didn't quite work. And that's what this sounds like. It sounds like Megadeth trying to sound like Megadeth, where Dystopia felt like a very natural record. It felt like Megadeth. And sure, they're a little older, but Dave sounds a little more pissed. Where this just sounds like they're phoning it in. Because I got to the one fast song, and I'm like, this feels more like an obligation rather than they wanted to write it. Like it, like it, it reminded me of the Lux Eterna from oh, seventy two seasons. It's totally different than that. No, it is, but but you can tell Metallica doesn't want to play thrash metal. 
Right. So they just put one song on there that sounded somewhat like old Metallica where that, that's what this sounded like. Cause there's no, there's not a lot of like really fast thrashy stuff that Megadeth has done probably since, um, rust in peace. And then there's just one song with, with that fast one, two beat. And, but it, it didn't really stick out and, and wow me. But again, I'm, I'm only four songs in. Like it could, it could pick up the pace, but so far on my initial listening, it just sounds like Megadeth like, trying to sound like Megadeth instead of writing songs that they care about. Interesting. Yeah. And there's, I think there's like 12 songs on the record. So yeah, there was, the, yeah, it wasn't there's, seven. Got a little ways a, to go. Yeah. I know <laughs> there was a notable amount. Yeah, it's not as long as the 72 seasons, but it is still I'm like sure it's so far it's listenable uh, 72 seasons felt like kind of a chore to get yeah. through well well ha- have we talked about Dokken and how they're coming out with a new album we have not uh heaven comes down we have not and and don is 70 years old well i think we can talk about that next week okay we we'll talk do that about the other time. thing yes Stay, stay tuned. We're back, back to Wolfgang Van Halen. Yes, he is. He is his own man, and he is his own musician. But I, I do think there is a, a, an effort to get by on his dad's name, and like the Ashley Simpson thing. Th- why does this guy deserve to open for Def Leppard and Motley Crue? On their like farewell tours, essentially, like yeah, because Mo- Motley Crue did that tour, uh, maybe two years ago or something. I can't remember. I I I I know it got delayed. I don't I don't know what ended up happening with it, but it was called the Stadium Tour. It was like Motley Crue. I think it was Def Leppard. I could be wrong, but it was definitely Poison and Joan Jett. Those were mm-hmm. the other supporting acts, and that okay. all makes sense. Like these are very similar genres. Like, you know, you got your more edgy Motley Crue and you got your more timid Poison, but there's probably a lot of crossover for for these musicians. So now you got, and these are all seasoned veterans. Like jo- Joan Jett goes back to the 70s with the, with the Runaways. Uh, Poison, I'm sure Poison and Motley Crue uh, had a, plenty of shows together very oh, similar very similar style later on in motley Crue's career were they both la bands too oh yeah oh absolutely. they were yeah. yeah it's like what that's so, what dave said what is yeah. glam gay la music <laughs> <laughs> not that i don't have a soft spot soft spot in my heart for many of the glam bands I, poison just sucks they have some songs that are fun. Poison is a band that I would never listen to by myself, but I would go see them live. I bet that would well, be girls fun. Girls go there. Yes, I bet. And 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 there's people that argue CC Deville is like this amazing guitarist. I don't. Does anyone? I think everyone acknowledges that that guy sucks. I, I saw a post saying, "I'm like, okay, well, like, th- there's no one." I once heard a guy say that. Lars Ulrich is a great drummer. Oh yeah, no. There's a lot of people. I think that he's gotten awards. I think before for what most annoying short person. 
Yeah, like best uh, job banging sticks against uh, frying pans. That's oh well, you know what he he earned that award. I can't name anyone he's who a, did. A, he's, who he's did a that much better. better. He's a much better actor than he is a musician. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> or even a better lobbyist with with Napster, you know, than he is. Oh yeah, he's ab- he's he <laughs> he's is <a> great. <laughs> he's, he is the 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 businessman. I, I guarantee you, he is the brains behind Metallica. Well, you you have said that he is Metallica. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I guarantee you, he is the one that every decision that Metallica's made, he has been the one that's made it. I guarantee you he was the one that sought out Bob Rock. I guarantee you he was the one that said we need to all cut our hair. I guarantee you he was the one that said St. Anger should be the worst record ever recorded. And I guarantee you he was the one that said let's trick people into thinking we're returning to our roots by releasing a terrible album called Death Magnetic that sounds like a bad Mm -hmm. version of the Black Album, which isn't a good album to begin with. I guarantee you it was all him and not the publicist that said, here's what you guys. Should do. <laughs> I, I'm it, so sure of all that. No, it, I, it makes sense. And okay. Back to this. CC DeVille. Def yeah. Leopard Wolfie. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Rick so, so Allen you got, added. Well, oh, get this. Well, I want to read this okay, quote. Or what you, so Rick Allen added that about Wolfgang quote, what a beautiful human being. He's so well balanced. And we all just rallied to support him because he's gone through a lot of hardship, a lot of loss, a beautiful guy. And I guess we're going to keep in touch. It was nice to meet him. They want you to feel sorry and some sympathy and some humanity Mm -hmm. for a guy who's gotten one of the easiest rides in life. (laughs) Now, now this is a thing to think about because we've all been there, everybody. So, you know, for the audience, think about this. Imagine that thing that you wanted to do when you were in high school. Now, it was a thing. Maybe you were good at it. Maybe you were great at it. Maybe you just needed a little time and a little faith, and you could have developed whatever craft it was. The skills for it, yeah. Yeah, just just imagine that. How many people in your life told you, you know what? Do it. You're going to make it happen. I believe in you. Screw, screw all, the, all the detractors tell you you need to get an unfulfilling education in a in a career that you feel nothing for you have no passion uh you you you're just going into to punch in coast by live a boring life uh die unhappy and unfulfilled how many people did that very little most people they have the dream maybe they have the talent and the dream and then they just, uh, they, they say, Hey, I'm going to do this thing. And their parents say, no, no, you're not, you're they, and this is, this is very common, especially in our generation, our generation right. parents say, no, you're not going to make it. You need to go to college. You need to get an education because you're not going to make it. This was a guy that you're no work at McDonald's if you don't go to college yeah you want to be flipping burgers which is kind yeah, of funny because now we live in a society where the people say what you're too good to flip burgers <laughs> but this, this is but this is a guy because of who his dad was whatever he wanted to do he could do it because you know like someone's like i want to play guitar okay now i want to play baseball 
okay, now I want to be a magician. Now I want to well, be an astronaut. Hold on, don't to... interrupt. Don't yeah. interrupt. I'm making a point here. <laughs> you, you, the parents say uh, no because they don't have the resources to try to get you into those things. So it's like if you can't pick one, they then they they fall back on the excuse of, ah, oh, well, yeah, last week you wanted to do this. Oh, before that you wanted to do this. Well, before that you wanted to do this. That's just an excuse that they use to to not support you because it's easier where this is a guy that he could have changed at every juncture in his life. He could have changed direction. Like, Oh, I want to be a musician. No, I, I, I want to uh, be a basketball player. Uh, no, I want to be, uh, do that. Well, you know, I, I disagree. <laughs> that, that was the point and I, I was going to make though. And I have a is, reason is that, is that he, um, you know, he, he if he wanted to be like totally, you know, distance himself or be self-made, he could have been, uh, like a doctor or something or, or uh, oh, yeah. something. like he followed into being a guitarist. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. The, the bassist. Uh, that, that, that's the point I was going to make. Right. But I was know. making a different point. My, my okay. point was that this guy, no matter if he wanted to be a doctor, sure. his dad could have gotten mm -hmm. him the perfect study guides, could have gotten him the perfect tutor could have definitely gotten him into the school that he wanted to go to. Yeah. You think Eddie Van Halen could maybe meet with the, with the Dean of like, you know, UCLA, Harvard medical USD, or Yale or whatever, yeah, whatever yeah. Columbia pick, law school, whatever pick anything. Yeah. No, this, this guy, he, this guy had no hardships in his life and you could say yeah. his dad died young. You know, here, mm -hmm. here's the truth for everybody out there. Everybody you listening, uh -oh. your parents will die. It may be in your lifetime. It may not be. Your parents will die. Everyone's parents die. Just happens. If, do you have siblings? They will die. Do you have children? They will die. Do you Father know undefeated? Do you know yourself? You will die. Okay, that's it. The hardship in his life. What his his parents split up, and then his dad died young. How how many people in the world is, has has that happened to that aren't millionaires that get to open? for Motley Crue and Def Leppard based on their name, <laughs> getting exposed to, to 50,000 people a night. They're like this thing is just so annoying. Like, I don't, I don't want to put down this guy because honestly, I, right. and, and since the beginning, I, I feel like I've been pretty principled on this. I've never cared that he was the son of Eddie Van Halen. That means nothing. In fact, that means a, a lot more for him to prove. And then he just came out with super generic rock. It, there's no energy to it there. It doesn't like what made Van Halen stick out was the energetic flair that came from how Eddie played guitar. And it wasn't just that, like as much as DLR couldn't really sing live. Right. There, there was energy mm -hmm. to, to the whole, the, the band as a whole van, van Halen is a, is a very impressive musical act. Mm -hmm. it, like they, they really jazzed up the, the genre in the seventies. And then this guy, this is a step back. Just, just generic dad rock. 
And I've heard so many people say, well, he did everything himself. So what? (laughs) And and the same people that will say, like, he did everything himself. They wouldn't be praising Trent Reznor in Nine Inch Nails. It's only because his last name is Van Halen. He gets special treatment, not just from the record industry, but from everybody that likes Van Halen. And he's no Eddie Van Halen. It's not... And it's not, he's not as skilled a musician as him. It's just, he doesn't play like him. And there is a, a certain way that people play that get, that gives them their attitude. That gives, that give, it's like their, their trademark, how they play. Like you hear like how Zach Wild plays like, Oh, that sounds like Zach Wilder mm-hmm. or, um, uh, who's the guy from the David Lee Roth solo band, uh, Steve Vai. Oh yeah, Steve. I... Even Marty Friedman, like people play a certain way, and it defines them. Like Motley Crue sounds the way they do because Mick Mars gave them that sound with how he played guitar. And then I... th- there's nothing with Wolfgang Van Halen. There's, no, it is the most C minus rock ever created. And here's the thing: you say if you want to distance himself, he'd been a doctor. No, no, no. He wanted to distance himself. He would go by a different last name. <laughs> and he wouldn't take all the, all the benefits that came with being the son of one of the most successful musicians of all time. Gosh. Yeah. I didn't think of it that way, but I was going to say too, like when you think of Van Halen and sure, like uh daily Roth may not have sounded great live all the time and um sounded great never it's terrible live (laughs) but were any of those guys and even in motley Crue, poison uh name any of those popular glam bands do they have anyone that was over 275 pounds 250 pounds no and you know why you know what's like very interesting about it yeah but go ahead i asked you no no go well i was gonna say because a lot of them were motivated by getting women that's what so, I was going to say too, because yeah. the audience were mostly women. And then guys, I mean, obviously the guitars are cool for Van Halen, but then there's also a bunch of chicks at these shows. Like, why wouldn't you go to all those shows if you're yeah. a guy? Now, I, I heard a story. I, I think it was Poison. It might have been Motley Crue. I'm not sure. It was either the guys from Poison or is the guys from Motley Crue where there was an argument between them where um, they, the argument was, I bet I could get more girls than you. No, I can get more <laughs> girls with you. I, I could, I'd get more girls than you if I didn't shower for a month. And then it turned into like, okay, let's see who can get the most girls oh, by not showering. And then <laughs> it, like, I, I think it went on for like a month before girls just said, no, I'm not sleeping with this uh, tall, handsome a millionaire musician because he smells so bad. Because here's the thing. Um, like if I don't shower for two days for whatever reason, I smell terrible. Now these yeah, guys, it's, it. yeah. And then these guys, it wasn't like three or four days. I, I, th- I think I heard the story went to like a month. Too. Yes, exactly. They're in smoky <laughs> like alcohol sweat. rooms, um, yes. or alcohol filled rooms, smoke filled rooms. They're covered in sweat. It's super hot. There's pyrotechnics, so they're covered in smoke. And, and here's the thing. 
They're sleeping with random girls, so they have that stink on them. Oh, I'm sure it's unprotected. Yeah, and they have that stink on them for each night. So like, I, I can't, I can't yeah, imagine so how bad the they must smell. <laughs> and God, Vince Neil got extremely fat at one yes. point. Grant, granted, <laughs> I, I don't know how old Vince Neil is, but he was uh, maybe, maybe like 50 years old. Because he started to get kind of big in the early 2000s. He's like 62. Uh, yeah, he's 62. Like he's, he's, you know, he doesn't look like he used to, but well, uh, you're partying for that long. That's, that's the thing or the and drinking you're and you're drinking. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. on the, the road. So you're probably not exercising and now you're not 20 and, uh, yep. you know, your metabolism slowed down a little bit. Uh, now, you know, the, just, just a general decline, like every day, like you're not getting any younger. It's very true. So you have to take care of your body. So obviously he kind of let himself kind of go in multiple ways. Yeah. Um, and it affects your sound too. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. I, like I, I know they, there, I saw a picture of him from like two or three years ago. Like he looked like, like a bowling ball. He He looked so bad. It was, it was very, uh, <laughs> it was, it was funny. <laughs> Bowling ball. Yeah. He was, the, it was the most like rotund I've ever seen a person. So, you know, some of these guys got fat, but you know, it was at a, an older age and, and it's pretty much, uh, after a, a lifetime of, of excess party. Yeah. So Wolf, yeah. Wolfgang Van Halen's 32 now. So he's, and, uh, yeah. I've never heard any stories of him doing drugs or. or I can't see that stuff. happening. I'm sure Eddie Van Halen, I, I'm pretty sure he was a, a, a big drug addict or uh, a cocaine. drug user. Yeah. 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 In the eighties yeah. and seventies or whatever. I don't know how, when, or if he ever quit or whatever, but, uh, that is the, I guess, stereotype or the rumor behind him was that he was a big coke guy. Yeah, you know, it was, you know, they, it was the 80s and whatnot. Yeah, alcoholism, drug abuse. He started smoking and drinking at 12, and he became completely Who, dependent on alcohol. Yeah, and then he oh, entered yeah. rehab in 2007. Yeah, yeah. I think he his was, whole life he, yeah, dealt with it. <laughs> yeah, and he got sober in 2008. Okay. I know Dave Mustaine did like uh, martial arts, I think is one of the reasons he claims to be like sober or that helped him with sobriety, which and is I think funny because he, he used to always <laughs> fight people in general. <laughs> really? Yeah. Dude, you know, do you oh, know I, those stories? Like, um, who no. was the, the original bassist for, um, Metallica? I think his name is like Cliff Ron McGovern. No. Oh no. No. Ron McGovern. Ron McGovern. Yeah, yeah. He like picked him up. And he threw him like onto his stack and like broke it. And then, <laughs> and then they, they immediately fired him. And then the next day he showed up and he said, I'm sorry, can I be back in the band? Yeah. Said, oh, okay, okay. I remember that. Uh, and I remember something about the dogs protecting like the drugs and they like messed up someone's car. And then that caused, was that the fight that caused them to like fire him out of Metallica? I can't remember. Oh, I don't know. I, there was something uh, about the dogs. 
not protecting his I think they were protecting Dave's drugs and the dogs like uh scratched someone's car and then Dave got in a fight with whoever's complaining about, you know, the dogs. Oh, or yeah, maybe they got bit by the, there's he, something like that. He was always fighting people. And it was like the last straw. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, he was just he was always fighting, so and he just eventually learned how to do it. To, to, to control it. Yeah. Well, no, Legally. not to control it, but to be a more efficient killer. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Naturally. Way easier. But yeah, he, uh, you, you, you can fight but it, it took, off by being. It took, it took Vince Neal, like, till he was, what, in his 50s to start really not, like, looking good health wise. Like, 40s. Mam- he started mam- letting it go mammoth. in the 40s. Yeah. Oh, in the but, 40s. But, it's, but it's not just or... that. But it was after his metabolism was ruined by cocaine mm-hmm. and alcohol. Yeah, but this guy's already only 32, and he's already like twice the size of the Vince Neal bowling ball. Yes, yes. Well, uh, Vince Neal was probably a bit bigger. <laughs> I don't I know so. how bi- I don't know how big Wolfgang Van Halen is because just when you look at pictures of him. He lo- like it's possible that he's like over six foot. He looks pretty thick. Like you got to make a special stage for him. Well, sure, I'm talking about his height. Check because, the structural integrity. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, talk, talking about his height because it's okay. It's it's possible. Like he's if he's like six foot four, like that's a big boy. <laughs> he's like seven hundred pounds. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I, just, I, I just don't think to... he's probably like he's probably like five ten. I'd say to... it's safe to say he's five ten. It's oh, Are you looking gosh. up his height. Yeah, it's, uh, it looks like he's yeah he's five foot eight. That's a tough. That's a tough look. Holy moly, five eight. What's his weight? He, uh, says he's eighty five kilograms, so that's two point two pounds. So just... Kind of sounds like a lie. Pounds? Or 85 for 85 pounds. yeah i don't believe he's 187 pounds <laughs> There's no way. yeah like, he'd be 187 pounds if he were five feet tall yeah, he's at least 250 yes that that's what i would because that's what i would put him at because there are some people they got big guts but he's got like the the fat neck, the fat, the fat arms, hands, his, his yeah. fat hands, the fingers, yeah. the sausage yeah. fingers, <laughs> yes, it's and like and, and you can see it like in his oh, like in his upper the man chest, boobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, he's not bench pressing. Oh, that would mercy. be in, that would be interesting though. <laughs> If he if he was like a sumo wrestler where he's like fat buff, where he's like actually benching like. 400 pounds but he, no he but, doesn't look actually strong it's like he's oh no of course not just, i'm just saying that would be funny <laughs> if, if they were no he just dude he's just he's so fat he's, just, he, he's so fat. he get winded uh that's why he can't do solos anymore because he he could lose lose oxygen Move the fingers too his fingers get tired yeah <laughs> or, or the blood doesn't pump to the fingers that's like why he dude, doesn't play that's... fast music maybe that's maybe that's part of the maybe that's the gimmick though like you know, he's like to always be like, relevant about fighting, like the bullying and no, and no, no. The, his selling point is just he's just fat. No, so, you can't miss him. 
Well, no, that's just, it's like, he's the fat, fat rock star, you know, like Lizzo. He's like the fat, like what a rapper. I don't know what kind of rap. The flute player. Yeah. Fat flute player. Sure. Yeah. He's fat <laughs> guitar player. <laughs> the fat one man band. So you want the buff one man band? On sh- you got the buff one man band. You go to Trent Reznor. You want the fat one. one you get what? <laughs> Hitman? Uh, disregard that. All right, I will. We'll, we'll just pretend that never happened. But you want the fat one? Yeah. You go to Wolfgang Van Halen. Yeah, like I can just, I can see like the jiggling of his of his forearm in this in this right here. Ah, yeah, guys, don't don't get fat like this. Man, like, take I, care I, of your health. I, I yeah, I understand. Like if if you are like a truck driver, and you, like you're you're just on the road like 100 hours a week and and you're just doing what you can to provide for you and your family and you just you get in bad shape doing that i get that because we don't live in in a country where we have the best options like before maybe you become a truck driver because you're thinking you know you know be on the wide open road i'll see the see the country see the different people where they are yeah experience the different cultures yeah, I think that would be good life for me. Now it's like, well, I don't have a lot of options, so I can uh, drive truck or join the military, I guess. Where this guy, son of uh, extremely wealthy musician, so wealthy they're asking for $4 million <laughs> to guitar. buy his guitar from one music video. He can hire the best trainer. Just like the actors do to to get in shape for a movie. Do you you um, remember that guy? He was in um, Mallrats and American History X and the Butterfly Effect. He was the fat guy in that. Oh yeah, he was even in like Cold Mountain. I don't know. Maybe I don't. I don't know movies. <laughs> Possible. I just know he's he was in, in Boy Boy Meets World, and he was like very like he was like a high school kid, but he was abnormally large he actually ended up losing a lot of weight that was what i'm getting to i don't know what stuff the guy was in but i saw that he w- do you recognize this actor from this well here was him then this is him now yeah he lost a bunch of weight and he got really yeah. fit yeah sure he's got a little bit of loose skin but yeah he's he's really really fit now wolfgang van halen he could just get shredded yeah like th- this isn't a result of like oh well it's hard for him he's got no this is a result of 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 excess this guy hey man you can't speak ill of him because oh yeah well he's got blah blah, blah. It, it doesn't matter this guy he doesn't put out good music and he's just really fat and if his last name wasn't Van Halen like if he if he was the son of the guy in a band that went nowhere. Like some, like say there's some, some band from Nebraska that put out a record that maybe some people like, and then they all broke up and they all went on with their lives and did something. And then this was the son of, of the, the drummer. Nobody would care. People only care because he's Van Halen's son. Yeah. So the guy you were talking about was Ethan Supple or Suple. He's 47 years old. He was in, uh. Uh, best known for American History X. Remember now, the was Titans, he in John Cold? Q. Was he in Cold Mountain? Yes, he was. Okay, I have no idea what that is. Uh, I feel like most mountains are cold. 
<laughs> it's like a Civil War uh, movie. Okay, is it, is it good? Law. It's it's pretty good. Yeah, it's a solid solid one. Think like early nineties. Okay, was he really fat in it, or was he not? Extremely fat. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And he was like a really he played a really dumb person, like dumb hick southern oh that's person. good yeah that's yeah, that's yeah. always that's always and he, nice and he played music they everybody played music in the in everybody in the south is really stupid that's what i've learned <laughs> from movies not yes. a smart one among them mm-hmm. they all they all speak like that because they have low iqs that's it yeah i think jude law was like in the south joined the south and then he like defected or whatever after he got like shot and something i'm probably giving away the movie but i don't really remember it that well so i'm probably getting it wrong, that doesn't so. sound <laughs> like you remember it very well <laughs> I have seen it though. It's it it's worth a watch, I think. Okay. I'm not necessarily trying to promote it, but I have seen it. But yeah, he was in Mallrats '95. I remember him from that that movie yeah, I saw. But, but I only know that because I saw a little know. video on him, and it said, uh, "Do you remember He's this not. actor from American History X and Mallrats? Well, <laughs> he was known as the overweight. Blah, blah, blah. Now look at him." And he was much bigger than uh, Wolfgang. Oh, yeah. That guy was so gross looking. Oh, yeah. and uh, That guy was probably like 75 pounds heavier than Wolfgang. I think he's taller than him, too. But he always was around like teenagers when they had him in like the TV shows. He was in Boy Meets World. I'll take your word for it. And he was the size of of what he was in American History X. And he was around like, oh, my gosh, you know little teenagers <laughs> i never saw all of that movie but i do remember he was really really fat really yeah he yeah is, wolfgang yeah. is i i if i had to be if i were being honest i'd say he's probably about 250 at 5 8 at 5 8 yeah i know a guy you're that more, looks very you're more likely to be like to 160 than you know you're about 100 pounds overweight at that height i think yeah um, You'd be considered morbidly obese. Yeah. Yeah, he well he does he he doesn't look overweight. He looks morbidly obese. He can be apparently five eight or five ten. This is this is one Big thing that I've this is one thing I've found. Because a lot of Hollywood actors are short. Because the, the most famous one, and I remember when this this little fact came out. Do you know who I'm gonna talk I'm gonna refer to? Uh, is it the the it's small guy in uh in Seinfeld? No, Kramer's friend, Tom Cruise. I remember oh, when it yes, came out, yes. and everyone's like, "Did you know he's only like five four or five five? And I and I remember that that like just every, everybody instantly knew that fact. But a lot of those guys are short, like Robert Downey Jr. is short, Paul mm-hmm. Rudd is short. A lot of them put lifts in their shoes. Joe Rogan's short. A lot of a lot of those guys, they're the camera is designed to make them look taller. So when you see that someone could be five eight or five ten, they're probably oh. five eight, and then they put lifts in their shoes to make themselves look taller uh, at like fun, at functions where they where they're taking pictures with people. <laughs> what was the movie where it's like, yeah, the uh, camera adds a couple hundred pounds? I think I think it was like Tommy Boy or something. <laughs> uh, the only thing I remember from the Chris Farley movie is like, does this shirt make me look fat? No, your face does. <laughs> I don't remember if that was Tommy Boy or Black Sheep. I, I think I, I think don't. It was. I don't think I've ever seen Black Sheep. I, 
I know I've seen Tommy. Tommy Boy is the one with uh, where David Spade pulls the car door off after Chris Farley broke it. And he went, oh, what'd you do? That's Tommy Boy, right? That's Tommy Boy. Okay. Yeah. I've seen that one. I don't think I've, I don't think I know anything about Get a good look at your butcher by sticking your head up. (laughs) You don't remember that joke? (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's like sticking your head up a cow's butt. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He's like, he's just totally like. Uh, misremembering chicken what he's supposed wings. to say. Chicken wings. Tommy want wingies. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, that That's the one where Dan Aykroyd is trying to, to buy his dad's company. Zelensky. I think, yeah, yeah Zelensky, Zelensky Auto or something. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I have no Your idea. Your dad was a fine man. <laughs> I have no idea what Black Sheep is. I know it's a Chris Farley movie and I, I feel well, like... Because he, he's the Black Sheep up. of the family and his... Okay. Uh, his the his brother is running for congress or running for like i think congress is his brother david spade david spade is like his babysitter because his brother hires i think david spade to like take him into the woods and then like a rock rolls down and like hits their house or something it's pretty funny and he it's the movie where he rolls down the 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 hill for like an hour have you seen that like meme or something? It's like when, and he's like holding no. down the, holding the roots and he's like, please, you little roots hold strong. And he just keeps rolling and rolling and rolling. You haven't seen that? No. It's a pretty uh, relatively popular meme. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking this movie up. Yeah. Cause I was really, I was thinking about that where I, I remember Tommy boy for the most part. And then there's almost heroes. Where it's like uh, Lewis and Clark, and they're trying to find the Pacific I've seen, Ocean. I've, I've seen <laughs> with Matthew one, Perry. <laughs> I've seen one clip of that movie, but to me, the this black sheep thing—that's crazy. Because I, I feel like I oh, knew this wonderful. movie, but now I'm looking it up. I, I don't think I, I really? that plot is completely oh, foreign to me. I've never heard that. I, I'm looking it up now. It's directed by the the woman who did Wayne's World. Uh, okay. She did one. There's I don't. I don't know if she did the second part. one. <laughs> I know she did the the first Wayne's World. No, she didn't do the second one. Which also Wayne's World two, uh, underrated film. Very, very uh, good movie. You got um, any Megadeth? Yes, yes. That was the first time <laughs> I. That was the first time I heard Megadeth referenced in a movie. And then so I cool. remember. <laughs> and then I remember it. Uh, it got referenced in Bill and Ted's. Uh, bogus journey like when they're both falling into hell and he's like hey if you die can I have all your Megadeth records <laughs> they're both <laughs> falling to their doom oh that's fantastic yeah, that's I'm, what I'm, they're yeah. About. I'm looking at the cast of this black sheep movie yeah Tim Matheson that's the, the I think that's the guy from uh, Animal House yeah that guy yes. from Animal House yeah he's the mm-hmm. brother mm-hmm. Gary Busey is in this Gary Busey is like a Vietnam vet who is this crazy sergeant drake savage (laughs) yes drake oh it's gary Busey at his best let me tell you when is he not let's julie benz is in this you gotta see it and then they like uh i can't give it away okay mud honey as themselves okay i have seen this part when he's like he's high and then he goes kill whitey (laughs) and it just goes dead silent no Yeah, that okay. I've seen that part. Okay, uh, yeah, I, I, that. I have no idea. I don't know anything about this movie because I remember oh, when it came out. My, oh, I love it. I felt like this and Tommy Boy came out around the same time. So, yeah, Tommy Boy was 95. 
Yeah, Tommy Boy's really funny. And it was I like guess a I'm, number one movie. I maybe I don't comedy. Know. Take your word for it. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I I do like to lie on the show, so I, I want to take my or word be wrong. It. <laughs> yeah, all, it's all good. Yeah, it doesn't matter. the The important thing is you're you're lying and you're wrong with with, with conviction <laughs> and confidence. Yeah. That's what matters. Yes, it's not a lie if you believe it. Yeah, I'm I'm uh I'm reading a review of Black Sheep where Gene Siskel said he did not like Chris Farley and state thought of him as a terrible actor, stating at one point, <laughs> Chris Farley is not funny. I knew John Belushi. I knew John Candy. He's no John Belushi or John Candy. I do like John Candy. I don't think John I Belushi really... is very funny. Like everything I've seen him in, because I, I remember like my dad thought An he was Animal so House? funny. Yeah, I don't think he's funny in that. Like I, my dad loved Animal House, and when I watched it with him, like this movie says is, two words. Yeah, he it? puts an egg in his mouth and then he like punches oh, it. Yeah. And he yells Toga. He's What am I now? I, I'm a zit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not funny. Well, and then he says the thing about the the what was it? Uh, do we give up with the Germans bombed uh, Pearl Harbor? Like Germans? <laughs> Just stop it. He's rolling. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's not like the total of maybe a minute of him talking in the whole entire movie. And that's what yeah, we and all Yeah, like, and the line is funnier than drinks him saying it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he pounds uh, the Jack Daniels. Yeah, he, drink, he, drink, he drinks it really fast. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but Chris Farley was, Chris Farley was funny. Yes. I'm talking to my friend here. <laughs> I like the, the the Dirty Work movie. That movie's funny. Oh, yeah. Or, uh, she thinks it's Beverly Hills Ninja. Oh, Beverly Hills Ninja's actually funny. Yeah. I, 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 I like that movie. See, I remember uh, yeah. re- I read something a long time ago because um, I actually, I was looking up Chris Farley because I was talking to, to someone oh, about... Oh, he died in 97. I believe it, 97. I know two movies came out after he died. That he was Almost in. Heroes. And and um, and uh, dirty work. Oh, okay. I've uh, seen that. It's really funny. Um, I'm sure it is if he's in it. Yes, uh, but I, I was talking to a friend about. Do you know? I think his name is Sebastian Mancow. I think that's his name. Mancow um, in the morning. Mancow, uh, that doesn't ring a, a bell. I, I I may be getting his name wrong, I, but he okay. he was this dude. Um, God, he was a man, man, cow molar. Maybe that's his name. Uh, but he was, he was, um, he was like a, a radio DJ. Okay. Uh, in, in Chicago. And, uh, okay. Man cow was his name. A man cow molar. I'm sorry. His name was, yeah, Matt Muller. And, and he was, a. Uh, he was a DJ in Chicago and yeah, man, man cows morning madhouse. And then I think Chris Farley died across the street from where his show was. Oh yeah. I thought he died in that hotel room. Yeah. And it was in Chicago. Okay. Yeah. And then, and after, after I was talking to this guy about that, I just started looking up stuff about Chris Farley because Chris Farley always seemed like someone that was always around and then just one mm-hmm. day he died. And when he died, 
he was still part of pop culture. Yes. Like everybody knew him. And I was, and just like looking at like black sheep here and just knowing nothing about this movie. That's that I feel like everybody I know has seen it. Yes. And, uh, and, and I came upon Beverly Hills Ninja because I saw that movie a long time ago and I thought it was really funny. And, uh, Chris Farley said he didn't like the movie cause it made him look stupid. You're that big fat ninja, uh, great white ninja. The great, right. You know, I was, uh, you know, a yellow belt or like tangerine was, belt, you know, one of them citrus color. It was no worse than the, anything else he did on SNL. That, but uh, that's what I thought. About, to, to your point about pop culture, did you see when he like impersonated Newt Gingrich on the house floor while he was a uh, speaker of the house? Chris Farley? You, you have not seen that video? No, that sounds he lit- funny, they literally, Dude, oh my gosh, I got to find it and send it to you. That sounds but really funny. It is. It's like five minutes long. He's like, all right, we're going to go to HR, HO1, and uh, you know, we're talking too long about this. Everyone favor, say aye. Uh, boom. And like, he's like got the gavel, and he's actually doing a bit. Like, And it's, I mean, it's like scripted, but he doesn't have like really that much stuff in front of him. But it's like, it's amazing. It, it was a, It's crazy. So, yeah. I'm and looking was, at a picture of it, and he looks really funny. See? Yeah, Newt Gingrich is right next to him. Yes. <laughs> and they all loved it. Like, they all knew who he was. They all knew what he was doing. Like, it was what fantastic. An, what an age. You haven't seen this? Where you can have a comedian. <laughs> and, and he Go and to sure, government. <laughs> not just that, but they're all having a good time with it. And he's making fun of Newt Gingrich, too. Like, like Oh, sure, he is. But, he, jazz, but, but Yeah, yeah, he's he's making fun of him, but mm-hmm. he's, it looks like he's doing no it in a playful it. way. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, yeah he's not just like, he's not watch. just doing that mean. This is what comedy is now, where when it's mm-hmm. like political, it's just, it's just mean, nasty, like horrible spirited. Yes. It, it's not like, let's be funny. It, it's just, mm-hmm. let's be mean to the person that has a different opinion yeah. of me. Yeah, that's awful. Where this is like, sure, you're, you're making fun of people, but, uh, oh, but everybody, but everybody <laughs> is like appreciating like, oh, isn't this funny? And it's charming because you used, you used to make fun of somebody because this is, this is the way it used to go. And, and this is the, how the times have really changed. Mm-hmm. You used to make fun of somebody and it was all understood that it was in good fun because there was, there was actual humor behind it. There were jokes. Yes. And everyone could look at it. Even if you're the butt end of the joke, you're laughing because they went out of their way to impersonate you and make something funny out of it. Like the joke isn't that you're just being mean to this person. There are other jokes within that. There are layers to it. And people would see that and they Mm -hmm. understand that where now that's gone. Like entertainment is not about entertaining people. It's about like entertainment is all, it's just a mess. Yes. It's just propaganda. Now it's just about Mm -hmm. getting people to think what you think. And it really only does come from one side, but we don't live in times when you you can just play along with people like like the time is long gone like we we will never be united we will never be harmonious 
No, where you can have this comedian come in and literally, I mean, be making fun of the third most powerful you, person in the do country. Do you be like, think anyone would Nancy ever Pelosi exactly? Was like, <laughs> do you think anyone would like allow Amy someone Schumer making fun of Nancy Pelosi? Or I don't know. Well, it, well Amy female. Schumer would never do that. But no, no. Do, you have to do one better, like Shane Gillis, or okay. like Bill Burr, like someone. Oh who, yeah. Like someone with like okay. some edge coming in, yes, like yes. dressed up as Nancy okay. Pelosi, like pretending <laughs> to play with their dentures yes. and, and just <laughs> like stuff, stuff uh, like that. Like you would never do that. No, I, I, like Nancy Pelosi would probably like want that to get that person killed. Up, uh, AOC yeah. wouldn't yeah. be laughing. No, not, none of these oh, people would no. be laughing. No, and, and you know what? Yuma. And no, then, and, no, and 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 then you'd have all these Republicans. Like they, they'd be, Oh, uh, how, how dare this person do that? That's not what we want as a nation. Like no one would be okay with it. No. And, and and it would, and even if it was the funniest thing that we had ever seen, we, we'd see article after article about how this was horrible. This is, there is no place for politics is serious business. We can't have jokes like that. That that's where we're at. Like that, that is. The world that you were born in is gone. Okay. Once upon a time, you could have a fat comedian dress up as Newt Gingrich and, <laughs> and literally go. He went in the yeah. cap. He he crashed he, the Capitol building. Yes, that he, he led did. an insurrection and impersonated yes, uh, the Speaker of the House. Okay. Yeah. This can't. You know what? This we can't stand for this. Nope. That we we not only need to throw him in jail for eighty years, we need to have documentary right, after right. documentary about oh, yeah. how this is the worst thing ever. This is a threat yeah. to our democracy. Oh no, we we can't stand for this. Like we don't, we do not live in a United States. Oh. You and, know, no, we're oh, go go ahead. Well, and, and it's and it's not going to be fixed either, right? Like to, to think that like, well, maybe we should all just hold hands. Yeah. You, no you kids. go up to a, like a crazy Back person, to the pile. go up, go up to like a homeless drug addict or like, like an inner city gangbanger, go hold their hand and start singing Ooh. Kumbaya. See what yeah. happens. And, and, and like do that and say, say something like, Hey, we're all the same race. We're all one. We're all <laughs> friends. We're all brothers. Do that. Love one see, another. See what happens. Because like you, you're not, we're, we're not going to fix things with, with platitude. It's just, you just have to accept it that that's, that's over and done with society is done. So your, your best solution is find your actual friends, find the people that you do see eye to eye with, that you do share common ground with and mm -hmm. form those friendships, those relationships. That's what you can do. Those are the inroads that you can meet. Stop thinking that people that aren't like you will ever be like you. It's a waste of time. Don't try to get rappers to like your metal. Don't try to get country singers to like your techno. It's not going to happen. Sure. There's a little wiggle room and there's some people that can branch out. If you can find common ground with someone, focus on the common ground. Don't try to get people on your level meet people at their level if you can. And if you can't move on, life is short and 
good relationships, they're hard to find. So go ahead and take us home. Yeah, and I think also, uh, to kind of add to your point, life is too long to be unhappy or miserable. And and once you start realizing that life is short and that we should treat our bodies like a temple, um, and also you can't change people. I don't mean to be uh, archaic with this analogy, but, you know, they say you can't make a hoe a housewife. And, and the same thing, you can't make rappers like metal uh, or vice versa, whatever. You know, you got to like what you like and, and build those relationships with those people who are going to allow you to speak um, about your opinions. And, and you'll you'll find that maybe you aren't right and that's okay like it's good to have other opinions out there but you know we want to build each other up and we thank you for tuning into the metal podcast and again as a band you know uh we appreciate uh your connections and we want to help in any way we can and check us out take care and stay safe out there